Hi everyone, Daniel Ramsey here, the CEO of My Outdesk and the host of Scale the Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to having conversations that unlock the exact formula and strategies multi-million and billion dollar companies use to scale their business. What are the results that you've received working with My Outdesk? And it's been several years, so I'm just kind of curious if you could articulate, you know, if you could just measure it, because the challenge that we have is agents are always like, well, th- will this work? You know? <laughs> and so we all, <laughs> why are you laughing? You're laughing, right? So. What- well, it's, it's because, you know, as I started coaching people that don't work for me, mm. I hear it all the time. Right. And, you know, for me, what my out desk did, did for me and, you know, candidly, I walked into a coaching program. Um, it was August of 2013. I walked mm-hmm. out uh, upset and angry. I did not know what a CRM was. Mm-hmm. I was selling hundred. I was selling hundreds of homes a year, mm-hmm. and and I wanted to take control of my business. So without ever using a CRM, you know, I hired you guys because he promoted you, and. Yep. And I didn't have to teach her how to use the CRM. You guys taught her. Right. You know, so we, we started with, you know, lots of leads and lots of opportunity, but no systems or processes. And I didn't, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And she um, was the perfect fit. And she's been with me for six years and, Um, it, it's just, uh, (laughs) now she's in leadership and she's just, I couldn't imagine our business without her, but I was an agent that did not know how to run my business that got into coaching. And because you guys had the systems in place for her, um, you know, to learn how, how to do what I needed, it allowed us to get to where we needed to quicker. And if we ever went and we encountered something, you guys have subject matter experts and mm-hmm. all she had to do was ask and she found out how to do it. So, um, it, it's, I, I can't imagine how we would look. I I'm assuming I would have figured it out, but you guys made it a lot easier. Sure. Sure. You know, um, yeah. I always, I love these conversations cause I always, um, <laughs> what if, what if I, um, told you that we didn't train her, but here's what we did. We hired somebody who we knew had the capacity. Then we empowered them with the tools. We found you as a client or you found us. And then we just supported that person to say, look, here's the future. Here's what she wants. And here's where you are now. Now bridge that gap. And because we have great systems for hiring and we know the type of person that would fill that role, we got somebody who we knew would excel, but we never got into your CRM. We never said, do it like this. Like it's like this weird, most clients think we did, but we didn't. We just hired the right way. And then supported yep. her with a, a, a infrastructure of SMEs and, you know, customer service folks and coaches. And we yep. do have online training, so we know what it should look like at the end. But I'm curious, as I say this, what happens for you? Well, she, I can see that because, 
you guys interviewed me and I was yep. a hot mess when I started this, <laughs> um, you know, didn't have a team was selling hundreds of homes a year and basically just said, I need someone to help do what my coach says I'm supposed to do. And you gave me, I believe it was three candidates. Yep. And she was, by the time I got to the third one, she was the only one left because I think there were double interviews going on, but that was years ago. And I said, okay, we'll try her. And yeah. she she goes and I get the whole empowering. I feel like that when I hire agents as well, because if I needed something or we needed something, she finds out how to do it. And still yes. to this day, that's how she is. Mm -hmm. And I hired, and I'm going to give you an example. Um, mm. I hired my daughter. Mm. My daughter just turned 18. My daughter just got her license. And nice. I tell my daughter, well, I, she wants a salary plus commission. I tell my daughter, I need these tasks done. And it's, mom, you didn't tell me how to do it. You didn't tell me what your expectations were. For five plus years, all I have to do is give, give my assistant through you 10 things to do and it's done. So I'd say she spoiled me for everyone else because my own kid thinks I'm, you know, I'm like, but Gracie does it, you know. What would you, now that you have six years of experience, you've coached a lot of people, you're obviously wildly successful. What are the ideal things that a virtual assistant should do for real estate professionals? Well, first and foremost, an agent needs to put down their Monday through Sunday schedule. They need to actually for a week or so figure out what they're doing each and every day. And the things that do not add uh, income, not dollar productive activities, that's where they need to circle. So, and that's really building out their assistance um, job, job list. Description. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So for us, um, she, she, I'd say for she is, I have my operations manager um, on top and then she runs all our tools and systems and other assistants and agent services. Yeah. And so she, she is like, um, she's got seven, six or seven under her that report to her. And then I have another tier of leadership that's on the other side. That is our listing manager who does direct, direct, with agents, but she is really that go-to with all of our systems, um, lead auditing. We've got 50,000 plus leads in our CRM, um, our agents, um, making sure they're held accountable with, with their leads. And she reports up to our operations manager. So obviously everything has flowed and evolved with her, but you know, um, she's the only one that will pull list for us from, um, like Vulcan seven land boys, you know, the different types of lists because she knows right. how to scrub the do, do not call. And I don't trust anyone else to do that. Uh, <laughs> so. You don't want to get a thousand dollar fine every time somebody calls, right? No. And she's perfect. She's been doing it from the beginning and she pulls that on all systems. Um, she is, she helps all of our agents with all of our tools and, um, she just so much she does. And we have other assistants that report to her. So she's more in a leadership role. But what I will tell you what it's evolved to is she, every agent needs someone in control of their CRM. They need yeah. to make sure that every to do, every action, every follow up is taken, is taken care of. 
And that really has been her role from the beginning that has evolved on a bigger level. When the leads come in, she makes sure they're assigned that the agent's immediately taking care of them right away. Last yeah. night at 8.30 at, 8:30 at night, she had called one of my agents because we had um, a like $400,000 referral come in and she found someone to call right away. So she just has that can do attitude and just does whatever it takes for us. So I love it. she's amazing. When, when should an agent hire a virtual assistant? Like at what production level in your opinion is the right time to, to move forward? Well, I think every agent, if they're working full time needs some form of leverage um, because you know, even if it's a transaction coordinator, because a leverage allows you to work on things that are dollar productive uh, and not do the administrative task. So I believe at uh, really any production level, after an agent has learned the fundamentals of running their schedule, lead generating, converting leads and going on appointments, when they're consistently daily working, building their pipeline, um, you know, I'd say after 12 to 15 deals in one year, then they're, in my opinion, they're ready. Okay, cool. 12 to 15, but they have to have the fundamentals. They have to be able to have a Correct. great listing presentation. Yes. They have to have a, a mm -hmm. website. They need to know how Absolutely. to convert people. Those fundamentals have to be there first. Yes, they should go through some type of coaching program to be able to learn how to do the basic things. And if you can't run your own schedule and know the things you need help with, then there's no way you're going to be able to have an assistant. I always tell people, they're like, when should I get a coach? Well, when you're ready to commit. You know, having someone that is your staff person, someone that is part of your world, you they have to, every day you wake up, they have to have tasks that they need to do. And if you aren't disciplined enough to send them those tasks to do or to be able to build out a description for them, you know, it's, it, that really is important. Um, but there's a lot of things they, that they can do. You know, it's everyone, um, I think in their mind, they think a VA is either they're going to cold call for you, you know, or, you know, they're, they're going to push paper. But it's really by design uh, on what, what they do based upon who they are. And that's why you guys are great because um, you, you listen to what we need and then you find that right person that's going to fit that profile for us. Right. So, right. yeah. What is, I mean, the whole cold call thing is a big, every agent is like, I hate calling. And so they call us and they're like, can you're, I need, I need to double our production and can you guys get me more listings? And that's kind of the standard call that we get. And then we slow them down and ask them questions. What, um, what would you hire a virtual assistant to do in the lead follow-up and conversion world? What's, your, what, what's the ideal scenario for that in your opinion? Well, the business is changing um, and it's, it's evolved uh, drastically. I feel like right now it's technology and old school that works. Um, things that worked when I started in the business 18 years ago are working now. But um, a virtual assistant doesn't need to just be that person to call because ideally, if you have an expired list and someone gets home from work, there's 40 phone calls or voicemails. Yeah. So there's other, there's other ways to be able to approach it. The virtual assistant could send out a yellow letter for you or a send out card to the seller you know, can create marketing flyers so you can have a runner go post a note on the door or create your... Um, 
your route that you do every day. I tell agents, you, that's why you need to be accountable of your schedule each and every day. Because if you called 20 expires or you called for two hours and you got no one on the phone, what would your world look like if you actually left the office and you went door to door with those expired? So right. really you have to have a fingerprint on uh, what the market looks like in your area uh, and what you're doing. Um, but for lead follow-up, every to-do, um, reactivating your old leads, that's first and foremost what they can help with because a yep. lot of agents don't have a CRM they use and you can use any of them just as long as you use it. So right. a, VA, a VA can really touch every lead again to make sure they're on the right drips and follow-ups and help you build out your database. I have some great cheat sheets that my um, first coach gave me on your Starbucks barista, your hairdresser, things like that. So most mm -hmm. agents don't have that 200 people that they follow up with in right. your in your. And your VA can do that. You can scan, you know, business cards and they can add into a database. So it, it really is by design. Um, but I would urge, you know, I'm not a fan of the calling because, uh, you know, the calling, you need to do it early, early in the morning, or you can do the really old expireds that have never been relisted. Right. Um, but there's, there's a lot of different lists and a lot of agents don't look at that. You know, we pull the water list. You can actually have your VA called, call the water department and ask for a list of all the water accounts that are past due or disconnected. Legally, they give that to you and then wow. they can scrub, they can scrub it with coal realty and, mm -hmm. and, and pull all the phone numbers. So there's a lot of things that they could do. I would just urge them to think out of the box and not do what everyone else is doing. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So. How many more can we get you, Christina? I think you're growing. I know you need more. It sounds like we just have Gracie. Um, what does yes. your future look well, like? Well, yes. Um, we have, so I have a, I have a team of staff in the States and and Gracie and I, um, we're just focusing on learning how to create profit, uh, running our business um, like a business. That's why mm -hmm. I, I switched companies a few years ago and really just changing with the business. So um, we've got profit thresholds and as soon as we, we hit those pillars, you know, um, my goal is to continue to keep growing with you guys. Okay. I love it. So you never, you never know what that looks like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Christina, thank you. Uh, what advice would, as we're wrapping up, what advice would you give somebody who's considering this? Hmm. Um, you know, an agent or an entrepreneur, any of you just need to decide if you want to be a business owner or a realtor. You know, most of us, and, and for me, I've learned late the last year or so how to be a business owner. Mm. You know, I was really great at being a realtor, creating opportunity, attracting yeah. people to me, but it, you got to decide if you want to be a business owner. If you decide you want to be a business owner, then you need employees. You, you need leverage and you need to really run it like a business. And when you're, I always say, are you serious or committed? If you're serious to have a big business, then you need that support in your world. You know, if you're committed to run a big business, you need leverage. And um, with you guys, you take out um, all the guesswork 
and you help provide someone that is held to a standard. And, you know, I told one of my, you know, recent coaching clients, I said, do you want to have someone give you the, the blueprint to be able to hire the right person and hold them accountable? Or do you want to do it the hard way? And it may be a little bit less money. He's like, absolutely not. I want the, uh, the other way. So, (laughs) you know, that's what, that's what I would say is, you know, just, um, make sure you have your goals down, um, get a coach, be interested, um, and committed. And, uh, to me, everybody needs leverage and that's what you guys are. I love it. You know, I, um, my daughters, you know, when they were really young, the question would be, do you want to brush your hair the hard way or the easy way? (laughs) You know, leading others is the same work as leading your own. I mean, small children, right? The hard way is doing it your own. And the easy way is coming to my out desk. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. And what I love is that you guys have the coaches. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people, they're afraid to have that conversation on, Hey, you're not working. Right. I I don't think you're a fit. Um, You know, they are afraid to have those difficult conversations on task and workflow. And with you guys, you can just have a conversation with their coach and that coach helps you with those difficult conversations. So it really is a good step. Well, and I, what we find a lot is our clients sometimes don't know what they don't know. And they're like, this mm-hmm. isn't working. And you're like, well, how are you communicating? Well, I said to text, you know, and do you have an SOP? No, I don't. Why? They should know how to do this, right? You know, and so sometimes us just being in the middle can add mm-hmm. so much value in helping somebody grow up as an entrepreneur yeah. and a business owner. And so we found that that support when you hire when you onboard and train, when you adjust the roles, because real estate shifts and being an entrepreneur, everything changes all the time. And so mm-hmm. those shifts, you know, you have to reimagine roles sometimes. So I, I love it. Okay. I, I, I agree. I agree. Thank you. We're going to let you go. Thank you so much for showing up and sharing with us. Uh, we're going to turn this into a fabulous blog post. Fabulous. From the and car. Then- from the car. From anywhere, from wherever you are in the world. We'd love to talk to you. Thank you so much for your time. I want to grow your team, by the way. So thank you. you. You just let me know and we'll get you 10 other Gracie's. 10. Big goals, big goals in the new year. And uh, if I can't imagine where I would be with 10 Gracie's. So that's, that's a big <laughs> challenge for you. <laughs> I Dude, what's, what's wild is, I don't know if we've served over 5,000 clients now. And you're one of the earlier people, you know, and I don't know if you know, we wrote a book. We've got, we, we wrote, we wrote awesome. everything down. By the way, if, if you are coaching somebody like Lawrence, we'll send you and him a copy of the book so that he has all of our strategies actually in paper so we it. can mark on it. Do you, can we send awesome. you a copy? I would love that. I would love okay. that. That would be fantastic. Okay. So thank you for your time and your patience. And thanks for the car video. You're amazing. And, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> and everything and everything you do. So I, um, you know, definitely th- thank you for Gracie. I, we couldn't imagine it without her. Our pleasure. Bye, Christina. Have a great right. day.